Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unpacking. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lauren, and so sorry that I sound literally like I'm dying. I <laughs> sang Whitney Houston way too hard at a karaoke bar last night, so uh, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> and today we're talking about masculine and feminine energies and how we as human beings embody these qualities. Guys, when we were coming up with topics on what things we wanted to talk about just to generically this was one that I find super interesting, but it's also one that I had never thought of personally, like for me to explore personally myself. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little lost in the sauce with this. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the conversation. That's okay. I hope that any curiosities you have, like we can just like hash those out today mm-hmm. and maybe learn some new stuff together. That's the goal. That's the goal. Always. Okay. Unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> so... One thing that's like problematic with this topic or even the title of this episode, like masculine and feminine energies or whatever, is how much social construct comes along with both of the words masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. Whenever you say either of those words, every person has some sort of image in their head and like their own definition of what's masculine and not masculine, what's feminine and not feminine. And so in having these names, it's kind of already, we're already kind of moving away from the point because we end up losing the meaning by speaking the name. In this conversation, I kind of want to talk about these things in ways that are not adding to the social construct, but kind of moving away from the stereotypes because Mm -hmm. it can be really difficult when the names have so much meaning attached to the words. So this is going to be a little bit of a tricky conversation, but I think we can handle it. Can we handle it? Okay. It's definitely tricky, but I think we can do it. And I think even just pointing out and being aware and conscious of the names carry and and what it's doing uh, and just the fact that you started off with that right off the bat. I mean, that provides a lot of clarity to something. Well, I guess the next thing I'd like to move into talking about is the concepts of continuums and spectrums versus polarity. I think with the social construct of our ideas behind what's masculine and what's feminine, we tend to really hold on to this idea of polarity or of binary. And when we talk about exuding masculinity or femininity or any qualities we're really talking more of a continuum or a spectrum of both in every individual person rather than you're either on this side or you're on that side mm-hmm. you know which what I'm everything saying? is always it for some reason why is it got to be some that reason way? it's always black or white like one way or the other you cannot be but I don't know if it's just a, a comfort thing. I, I don't know if maybe because it's easier to explain and socially, whereas if you are taking a moment to be like, okay, well, if I'm looking at this through the perspective of a spectrum or some somewhere in the middle, it's not, I mean, it's the gray area and that's not as easy to define or explain, which the way that everything works around here is we want quick, easy, not complicated, not nuanced, which is a shame really because I think all the best things come out of really nuanced, layered, Mm -hmm. complex. I mean, people are complex. So yeah, it has to be lived in. It can't just be explained. It has to be lived in. Right. So So taking a look at ourselves is, is a good place to start with, with this kind of idea. And so can we kind of just talk about the, the energies in general, because I feel like someone might be like, what the hell is 
a, a person's energy like what does that even mean if we're talking about masculinity or feminine energy this is really a lot about your behavior how you present yourself how you interact with other human beings and you know just everything you're exuding this is what this is what we are talking about today is, is what are you exuding so it's more so an internal analysis <laughs> to, <laughs> to sound real scientific on this there's obviously like there's an outside portrayal or you know look or you know whatever like the way that we mm-hmm. the clothing we wear the clothing we don't wear uh our hair right. or the, i mean all those like things that right. you just we're we're not going to get into that is that not at correct? all not okay. at all correct so today we're really just talking about our hearts and our minds and the way that we're interacting with one another okay. so when i start to describe different uh qualities on this continuum or this spectrum like the idea is that nobody is just one set of these qualities we are moving between these and the ultimate goal here is personal alignment on the individual level meaning that my how much masculine or feminine energy is not the same as your amount of masculine and feminine energy because we're striving for our own individual balance here Mm -hmm. and it's not a one-to-one ratio for each and every one of us when we're talking here today like it's not going to be very prescriptive it's going to be very descriptive Mm -hmm. and it and if this is something that any of our listeners are going to explore themselves it's really something that's going to have to be lived in and experienced yeah or maybe even Mm re-explored some people like they have their identity, how they how they behave, and, you know, they've been like that. And you kind of, after years of being the way that you are, sometimes you don't even think to do that introspection and, and take a look at, like, am I representing myself the way that I truly am internally? Mm-hmm. Like, how I, how I am to the world and how I'm perceived, is that the same as who I think I am? And part of this conversation mm-hmm plays a role into that and maybe that it can change over time you know I feel like that's that's a thing so okay so you were gonna describe the term or I guess yeah we can we can give some some qualities just some qualities to to either of these to both of these terms so when we're thinking of I'm just gonna put it in kind of like terms of geometry Okay. No math involved. Just <laughs> Great. with me here. We love no uh, math. I don't I don't math. That is not my love language <laughs> or any language oh that is in <laughs> that is in my wheelhouse. Right. So um, when we think about the feminine in terms of geometry, we think of like no straight lines, just curves, swirls, nothing linear, everything constant movement. And then when we think of masculine energy in terms of geometry it's very straight hard lines angles right angles hmm. etc this kind of this kinds of things and i just like to make a shout out to my 10th grade geometry teacher mrs hannah oh my <laughs> gosh uh, see i'm still using your teachings today wow. i don't think you're listening but yeah miss hannah tbt okay all right <laughs> so Diving a little bit deeper than just the geometry, when we're thinking about feminine, the feminine, we we often think of, oh, well, women. 
And what do women, what do a lot of women do? Oh, you know, mm. we, we're mothers. We, we give birth. We this, we that. Nurture. Let's move away. We, are, we nurture. Let's move away from that. And instead of seeing creation in the literal sense, let's broaden our perspective and think about creation in less of a physical sense, just creating other humans, but, but being creative and, and having that essence of creativity. Mm. Because... You know, whether you identify as a man, a woman, gender non-binary, agender, whatever it is, like we always have a sense of creativity right. moving within us. Some people might be more creatively inclined. Other people might not be. But moving away from the idea of, oh, if I have a strong feminine energy or I'm very feminine, you know, that I'm, I'm a mother, I'm a nurturer could be right could be yeah but also, not knocking that just that there not are other things that, yeah but just move move from creation in a physical sense mm-hmm. to a higher to a higher sense right you know yeah and then when we think of when we think of um masculine we think of things as being very decisive very moving forward whereas the more feminine energy we're moving beyond just doing one task at a time. We're, we're multitasking. Right. We're, again, curves and swirls. We're not moving in a straight line. We're not linear when we're in the feminine versus when we're in the masculine. We're very one goal, moving towards that goal. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get to the end, the end point of this line? Mm-hmm. So those are some example qualities. So when I'm thinking about this conversation and after the qualities that you just described, I would like to just throw out in my growing up, what I would hear about feminine and masculine energies was for feminine, of course, like you mentioned, the very nurturing, loving, warm, multitasking, all of that stuff was on point. That's what I was taking in. Refined. Also, like, just, I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to, like, say it because I don't like it. Um but just, say it, say it. No, I, I can't even think of the word. Like, it's just okay. basically like, you know, not not decision makers, more, it's almost like reactive. Like, you're reactive to the things okay. that are happening to you because you can handle the situations. Like, feminine characteristic qualities that, you know, the in, sen- in a sense of multitasking, you can handle whatever is going on. Um, but you are not the decision maker, ultimately. And that... Mm. Uh, feminine characteristics or qualities don't possess any strength or Mm -hmm. other than giving birth maybe feminine quality or energy is being taken care of um Mm. being taken care of versus masculine energies being i I felt like what was missed there which is interesting because yes it's following that straight line making those decisions but for some reason too i also remember like kind of coming up with almost an aggressive energy was also thrown in there like a lot more aggressiveness um Hmm. so it wasn't just like oh direct but but an emotion was thrown in there oh which with feminine a feminine quality emotional but the emotional Hmm. was not anger or like a rage It, it was just emotion in the sense of again like reaction Maybe I don't want to say sadness, but you know, just like a, a softer emotion than mm-hmm. the anger f- coming from the masculine side. 
Um, yeah, those were some of the things with masculine energy that come to mind. It's just the decision making very quick, uh, not as deep as far as like feeling things like the only emotion that is being felt is rage and anger and never mm -hmm. something that's a little more introspective and uh, like less blowing up. Um, and so I'm wondering if the like you mentioned, these stereotypes, like have your thoughts about these changed or have you not thought about it so much or what have your perspectives what do your I mean, perspectives I, look like now? I think that, again, like I said, you know, stereotypes, they do have that kernel of truth to them. So mm -hmm. I've acknowledged that those are qualities for some people. If they carry masculine or feminine or both or whatever, that sometimes those are things that are a part of the mix. Um, I think personally, as I've gotten older, I honestly haven't thought about myself and Mm -hmm. and putting this on, on my own I you know I really haven't done that work but when I think about it in general I think I've thought more about the feminine energy and how much more like you were saying it is that it's so much more than what we were exposed to or, or what the construct has brought up and so I think that that's been more of my focus and some of my perspective I don't know if it's changed I think I just have learned more and have been exposed mm -hmm. more to different forms of feminine energies just mm -hmm. by being surrounded by all people because I've I mean it doesn't matter what sex gender whatever like you still like you said can anybody can carry feminine energies and so that has right. shaped up a little bit more as for masculine energies I think what's changed there and I am happy to see this I mean I think both of these things have started to shift over time where mm -hmm. People are getting a little bit more like, okay, with masculine energy or what it is to be masculine or exude masculinity mm -hmm. does not have to be emotionless and everything is, you know, you're tough and this and that. And that being tough mm -hmm. as a, a masculine person means you can cry, means you can have emotion or respond to certain things in your life, whereas like someone with more feminine energy that was just like oh yeah given but now that's shifted so I've seen change in that way and my perspective has broadened in masculine energies in the sense of more emotion I really do feel like the feminine energy is incredible at I just I don't know I feel like feminine energy is so powerful because I, I feel like in all of the big stories or experiences that I have seen I feel like those with feminine energies are are people getting things done and they get things done in their own way, which that creativity and that ability to not take that straight line approach and, and come up with something else when your back is against the wall or, you know, something's not working out is an incredibly powerful thing to do. Okay, so for me, when I was younger, I used to see things very much like in a binary. And I think that's really speaks a lot about what I was taught as a kid. And I think once I started to move away from that kind of just like dichotomy of this concept, I started to feel more comfortable with myself because I did it like I tried the whole thing of listening to what society 
says femininity is and defines what a woman should be, should look like, should behave like, it didn't feel very genuine. And it wasn't till I started to move away from that yeah. that I started to feel a lot more self-assurance and develop a stronger sense of who I was and have an identity. And honestly, now I, I can say that I feel most grounded and comfortable when I'm leaning a little bit more towards my masculine energy, feeling focused, structured, balanced, uh, you know, stable and physical. I mean, being stability and structure for me are two things that I absolutely need to feel aligned. But then my more feminine energies kick in when I'm feeling very creative and flexible and spiritual. And That's awesome. Because I mean, like you said, you want to find comfort. Everybody wants to be comfortable. I think that it's interesting because it, it de- I'm definitely all over the place. And dependent on what setting we're talking about, that's where my energies begin to swap and mix and, you know, get into that gray area. So I would say that when it comes to work, no matter whether it's a side project, my job, anything that involves working, I am definitely on that masculine energy side, full steam ahead, focused, a little cutthroat, like I'm ready to move and go, right? I also have found that even outside of work, that if I'm presented with a problem. I'm not the type of person to come up with a creative way to fix it. My dad kind of makes fun of me because he, if I talk to him about something where I'm like, oh, you know, this is an issue and here's what I have to say about it. He's always just like, you know, you're just very logical with the way that you describe it and maybe face front, it seems level headed because maybe internally I'm actually not like give it two days and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, but on that first Uh, confronting of the issue it's just very like okay so here's my problem here are all the options that I have which one is the best option which one is not going to be the best option like how am I going to move forward and that's the thing so those are probably like the masculine energies as far as the feminine uh I'm also creative so I do have these moments and they happen in like spurts they're like visions every single creative thing that I ever work on is always comes to me in a vision it's like I can be sleeping I can be in the shower it's always a visual type thing and I'll get into these spells of an hour or two hours of just kind of like getting all that sorted out and also when I am talking to someone I I tend even though I can respond if I'm responding to a problem in my own life I'm very pragmatic but if it's someone else talking to me I will I'm extremely emotional and sensitive to what they're bringing to the table, whatever is going on in their life. I feel immediately like I want to comfort immediately. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be really cool for our listeners to think about these energies. You know, what, where do you feel most aligned? Where do you feel most comfortable? Where do you fall on this continuum? Mm -hmm. And really start to dive deeper. And I think it would also help for for you in understanding yourself and the energies that you carry and how you interact with other people. Because then if you know, you know, this person tends to lean a little more this way or that way or they, they in this setting, this is their approach. I feel like that's something that there's more understanding. So when you have an understanding of where you're coming from and what your response would be and your behavior, then you're going to start spotting it in other people. And that can be a really positive, beneficial thing in all relationships. Totally, totally. And I think moving from the individual to the relational 
And then, you know, going even deeper, bringing it out. You know, we get gender roles and we get social constructs because we as a society are subconsciously putting out there that one energy is, you know, more dominant than the other. And, you know, the other energy is more submissive. And that's when we get things like patriarchy or matriarchy. So I think once we start to dive in on an individual level, then move up to the relational level, we can really start handling it as a society. Yeah, it just seems like moving away from the extremes and acknowledging really that we're somewhere in the middle, that does not mean that you lose power. There's, it's not, you're not losing power in walking away from those extremes. Mm -hmm. In fact, a little bit of both, I'd argue, even if you lean more towards one way, would be more helpful and more beneficial in the long run. So I don't know why we were afraid, but you know, I guess we're unpacking that. Right. The goal is personal alignment. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We hope that this conversation inspires conversations with your friends, your family, and loved ones. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.